All right, welcome, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It has been far too long, but we are back by popular demand. This is the IFL podcast. I am your host, Mike Ransom, along with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Joey Shope. Joey, how you doing? Good. I can't decide what's carrying more weight, the popular or demand. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I look, I'm checking it out, you know, despite... Uh, current heckling that Drew Okino and his Nokia flip phone are the only thing that listens <laughs> to this program. Uh, however, the, numbers the people disagree. want it. The numbers disagree, baby. We're big in all sorts of different countries. We're ready. We're yeah. rocking and rolling. Uh, it's been a little bit of a break. You know, we've had uh, time to reassess. You were off in IFL Europe, kind of doing a little bit of a tour. Yeah. Um, and I was not. So, um, <laughs> so we both had stuff going on. We both had things What'd going you just, on. What play did you, what musical did you just watch? Mean Girls. Oh, that's recorded. I know. I'm telling you, you know, fun fact if you go to YouTube and you type in uh, whatever Broadway show you want and then slime tutorial afterwards. You get the bootleg copies. Are you serious? I swear to God. Is Bible. it just? Is it that thing where it's like the first, the top half is the play, and the bottom half is somebody like just? No, it's li- it's literally just some guy on a shaky cam. Like you type in Beetlejuice slime tutorial, and then it'll. Why slime? It'll... I thought I thought it was one of those things where like sometimes you see a video where like on the top half it's whatever, and the bottom half is like them playing Subway Surfers or whatever. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like on TikTok. Yeah, but no, it's this is. Uh... You can just type in slime tutorial to anything, and you'll get the shaky cam version yeah, of it. Absolutely. Well, listen, whatever you, you can't. You can walk away from the show knowing. Watch IFL dash. A slime tutorial yeah. to catch the most recent episode, the most recent show of IFL. Honestly, so so we're here, um, you know, just to provide with a little mid-season recap, right? Yeah. We're getting there. We're we're kind of in it. The season's been going. We are literally at the halfway point in that the first three uh, we have series one and two done, and we have half of series three done. Next show will fe- feature the end of series three and the beginning of series four, and then we are in the final countdown for a lot of this. Yeah, it's amazing, too. And I'm telling you, we have had, uh, you know, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. You know, we're looking, just kind of assessing how everything's gone so far. And, you know, we can definitely say that this back half of IFL is loaded. We have some popular shows going on. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that in a little bit. But So let's yeah, let's talk about this midseason uh, place. Let's talk about some of these uh, players that we had that hindsight's twenty twenty. Obviously, we talked about last year with Jason Nguyen. Uh, the last goalie taken should have been taken higher. So we're already at the midseason. So we have a little bit. We have a little bit of this idea of who should have been taken higher mm-hmm. than than they were taken, or were they in the draft round? And we were wrong on these, and now we're saying they should have been taken higher. If you if we do the draft over again, you would take these people higher. Yeah. So I mean, you could definitely tell. We're going to talk about this first person here. Um, they are a, a tried and true IFL veteran. They've been. You know, plugging away, going through the ranks, and we're going to go ahead and give a huge shout-out to Kristen Minicello as goalie. Yeah, I think we had her ranked in the third round, mm-hmm. uh, but hindsight being twenty twenty, especially with the goalie position. there our, our reshuffling of the points have made things a lot more fair and a lot more balanced, mm-hmm. but I do think that Kristen would have been worth higher draft capital with the uh, now that we've seen her do two shows. Uh, I really, I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing from there. I think you got her. You're happy as well because you got her probably for a little bit cheaper than you should have. If I'm being being completely honest. Mm-hmm. And I mean that just shows growth, right? That shows growth. That shows, um, you know, instruction by the coach as well. Just really making sure that Kristen's hitting all cylinders. And right now she's in she's in championship form. Yeah, uh, the Brea Tarbots are currently undefeated, and we're going to get to more of that in a second. And she is their goalie now. 
Here's one for you. Uh, this one you were actually kind of high on. I was. Which I, remember, I remember this being true. I remember you being high on this gentleman. Uh, he, it's his rookie season. Probably, ooh, too soon to call rookie of the year. I don't know. I, it's all shaping up. It's shaping up. I don't know. Up. We got, yeah, it's, that's, okay. Put that one. Put a pin in that one. Maybe. Maybe it is. But let's talk about Cameron Wolf. Yes. Ford for the Anaheim Kingdom after three shows has really put out a spectacular uh, uh, performance. And again, uh, based on the forward position as well, should have moved him up. I think he was in the, if not the last round, then the round before. He was my, in the paid league. I think he was my, my Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, he, he was, was your last. Fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Could have. Uh, hindsight 28, maybe as early as the second round, probably a third rounder would have. Mm-hmm. Sent you home happy with the return on investment on him. So Cameron Wolf has been very exciting uh, to watch. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's catching lightning in a bottle there. That's the that's the Jason Nguyen factor, like you said, yeah. right? You getting that that value pick and having that person come on come on board. So yeah, Cameron Wolf, huge. I'm not here to say that he's going to lock in Rookie of the Year, but so I guess that's that's the question. Is like last season, it was a little bit more clear cut from the jump in terms of. Um, in terms of Jason Nguyen was a phenom from moment one. Cameron, I think, could be the, the, the quality of crop of rookies this season. Mm-hmm. Makes it a little bit harder to say with confidence, mm-hmm. you know, wh- who is, who is going to be exactly the, um, the uh, number one pick there. But, uh, you know, you know it's, it's, a, it's a tough call for sure. Yeah. Uh, 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 now, this one, this one's going to be kind of a controversial one um, in that – we had, or we're just going to cut to it right now. Liam Holton as the captain of the um, uh, 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 of the Huntington Beach Boys. Huntington Beach Boys, yeah. We had him as a first round talent, but I he, there is room up there for him to have been the number one through three pick. Now in the free league, he was drafted in the last round, or, or excuse me, the last pick of the first round. You know, if I'm in the top three picks right now, I maybe take Liam there. He just been he's been really on fire and has been a lot of fun to watch as a captain. Uh, we the I think some of the things that kept him from being our consensus number one pick was like you know he, he you stepped away from the league for a while. Mm-hmm. He came back in. It was a different league that he joined, but I think that he's somebody who's worth investing in very high capital. If he comes back again, that's somebody you want to target. Yeah, absolutely. And when you look at someone like that, that has had that pedigree it's just like riding a bike you just get right back into it and then really really demonstrate what you have going on so yeah liam holton definitely an absolute solid pick first round talent and right now he's showing it yeah absolutely that that, and then uh all of our first round talent is is proving their worth for sure i just think that like yeah i think that uh uh, liam's position especially again with the shakeup of the position stuff like that he has returned uh, a lot uh, uh on your draft capital yeah, so let's let's take a look here now and just going switching gears to just kind of overall mid-season superlative, mid-season yeah. awards, right? Yes. So like if we're kind of looking at it and looking at everybody on board here and and really at this point, at the midway point. And that's not to say this is not the end of the year awards. Absolutely. A lot of people play better in the second, second half. half, yeah. So, you know, we'll see. You know, playoffs are there. They're in the hunt. So, really, we expect a lot of people to be taking that leap. But if we were to lock in some of our midfield awards or some of our midfielder – or I'm sorry, not midfield – our uh, halfway point awards. If the season ended today, <laughs> the these, would, ended these today. would be who we would say. Correct. Uh, let's start from the, the forward because this one is the most ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Forward is the most, like, we're not going to say one way or the other. 
couple names jump forward for us. Cameron Wolf, who we mentioned, might again in this rookie of the year conversation. Mm-hmm. Katie Shemmer, who's on a really fun team, the Orange Crush for sure. Mm-hmm. Forward, I feel like is a little bit too ambiguous. I don't think we have a definitive clear cut forward. No, not quite yet. I mean, we have a lot of a lot of talent. You know, you look at your Sam Vivonias of the world. Yeah. You know, your Lawrence, your Leah. Like everyone is going. Yeah. Is performing so solid. So we just right now we can, we can't really name one, but. Um, you know, definitely I would say watch out for Katie. If I had to choose me in between Katie and Cameron, I feel like it's, you know, pretty hot, but Sam's in there too. It's too close to call. Well, because here's here's the reality. We're before the the end of series three and what we know about Katie, she's, her team's undefeated. Mm -hmm. Cameron's team has taken a loss, one loss this season. So, so by that virtue, technically speaking, until until we know for sure, like Cameron has got more points at this point, but we won't know until uh, the end of this series before to say so. So that is in that in that realm. Why don't you hit us with the next one? Right, next one. I'm going to go ahead and um, take a look at the important position. This one again, I um, yep. had called out, and I really. Uh, just because, you know, again, kind of, uh, I have a, a relationship with this person. We're good buddies, but I want to say the, the undefeated record and the quality of work and the attention to detail in their intro, um, you know, and the, the overall creativity, I called it in the beginning, Austin Bennett is going to be the coach to look out for. And Mm. I truly believe at this time. Austin Bennett, based on record, is going to be your coach of the season so far at this halfway point. So far, I think that's I think that's a fair bet. Again, if it, if not him, Zach Payne is in this conversation, also undefeated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, both of them were probably drafted at an appropriate place. If I had a, if gunned ahead, if I had to say, mm-hmm. um, uh, but yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, let's yeah. talk about Captain. And now this is we won't spend too much time on this, but uh, because we've already talked about Liam. Liam as captain uh, has been uh, undeniable. Like you cannot, you I can't say you cannot deny him his points. He will come and get them. Like he is not afraid to go there. Mm-hmm. As a captain, you get to see him and enjoy him, and, and you get to watch uh, someone at a high level play at a high level continuously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's for sure going to be fun to see uh, the continuation of that. But yeah, not that there's again the the captain position is a is a tough one for sure. Um, uh, uh, again, right in that conversation is like, uh, uh, what, what is it? Uh, is like, um, is Russell Ford, yeah, Russell Ford uh, who is, is on an undefeated Winston. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, breaking news, by the way, did you hear this? Winston blew out his ACL. He's out for the season. What? Yeah. This is, this is a, uh, this is, uh, you heard it here first. Wow. So unretiring. Unretiring Courtney Magleby wow. is returning to the Santa Ana wins. Oh my gosh, huge! So for everybody yeah. who drafted Winston, which I think was me, I get Courtney, the Courtney Magleby. Yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah, for brother. sure, hell yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, but yeah, so I think Liam's. But uh, Russell is in that conversation too. If you took Russell over Liam, I don't think you're crazy. No, for sure, absolutely uh, not. Let's talk about the midfield. Tell me about the yeah, midfielder. So midfield again, such a crucial position with the point retooling and you know yeah. trying to get someone who um, really has given you all for for their team. And I think it's got to go right now to Jack on the Anaheim Kingdom. Jack also the first one to implement the uh, point uh, get where in her last show uh, 
it, the only people who got the right answers were her team. Mm. So she's getting it. She's in this last show. We've had we've had other we've had other midfielders get all of them right, but they were broken up between the, their team and the other team. But this is for the first time that Jack got her, her team to guess all of the right answers, we're earning her an extra additional po- couple of points. Mm. So that's Jack, crucial. So that that's huge. Jack has been a great midfielder for sure. Yeah, that makes it so much easier when you know your midfielders firing on all cylinders. It really makes it so. Your, uh, it, it takes a lot of pressure off the rest of the performers when you have a solid Mord Krieg. Now, um, goalie. Let's go ahead and take a look. Um, let's take a look at goalie. Here. I mean, to the shock of no one, to mm-hmm. the, to the, you know, you know, whatever. It's still, it's still James Stebeck's position to lose. Currently, mm-hmm. un, uh, has gotten every single joke. Mm-hmm. Every uh, single now, one. listen. We talked about Kristen a minute ago. Some controversy between her and the refs has gotten her in some trouble. Mm. We all know this. Like she's got a power, she's got a, she's got an intensity about her for sure, and she's been combative with the refs. She's wow. been, you know, so she's not she's not uh, nine for nine on her goalie jokes, uh, but uh, but James Sebeck has. So you know, James is who you're getting, and you know for sure. Would you say that um, Kristen is the? Um, uh, Johnny McEnroe of the IFL, the Dennis uh, Rodman, the Dennis Rodman, the Christian Mitchell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian Mitchell is the Dennis Rodman, Dennis of, Rodman oh, of the IFL. Great. She has the nose ring. So that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. All right. So you heard it. So Kristen, regardless, if you're not goalie of the year, you're gonna take home the Dennis Rodman award. That this year. we'll see you at Goat Hill Tavern. <laughs> yeah. He's. I, I've yet. Uh, sorry have to you ran into him? I've in the not. Wild. Have you ran into him? Of course. I feel like I'm the only one who's not ran into Dennis Rodman. Cause, right. Most because I hate Goat Hill Tavern. So I ran into Dennis Rodman at um, at Bellaterra when Circuit City was still there. Oh my god. It was god. closing, and he was buying a TV. And I remember I was like, oh, that's Dennis Rodman. And fun fact, I remember I uh, said that I really liked him when he played celebrity poker on Bravo. I'm not from basketball. I, I just like, believe I, like I just believe you poker. didn't know he played basketball, <laughs> and you like only know him from from celebrity poker. Did he react to that? Uh, yeah, he's like, haha, and he gave me a fist bump. That's so crazy. I was like, yeah. Well, that's... the great thing about Dennis Rodman is you never are like, is that Dennis Rodman? If you see him, <laughs> yeah, you exactly. know it's him. Yes. Have you? Did you have a Kobe sighting at all? Did no, I've never seen anybody famous. I saw Eric Estrada at SeaWorld. That's cool. Wait, is that the guy from Chips? Yes. Oh, yeah, so I saw him. That's cool. Uh, That's not cool. Well, my mom know. had to tell me who it was. <laughs> Did you say hi? Did she like no. tell you to go? <laughs> I don't know who that is. I still haven't seen chips. That's awesome. The fact that you knew who it was is insane. Yeah, of course. He's got the best teeth ever, and he was on the Surreal Life. Fun fact. Have you ever seen The Surreal Life? With uh, Paris Hilton and the other one? No, that's um That's the real life. That's no, that's the surreal that's surreal life also. But the surreal life TV show was it, it was like the real world, but they had D-list celebrities on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they had, like, Ver, Eric Estrada was on there one season, but they had, like, Vern Schroyer, they had Peter Brady, they had, like... Tom Brady's the runner, Yeah, right. The runner-up from America's Next Top Model, like, the first season. Oh, okay. They had, and yeah, and it was all... It was... Oh, they had China from WWE when she was, like, all gacked out on drugs. Great. Yeah, so she was on there, and she was, like... They showed video of her like at three in the morning, just like talking with the cameraman, and like she, it's Paramount Plus. <laughs> Give it but no, but no, Rodman. Rodman did not make an appearance. No, no, he was strictly celebrity poker. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and um, awesome. Well, thank you for, yes, for joining us yeah. for that tangent. <laughs> but yes, let's transition to let's let's go ahead and talk about the next 
show here. We have one heck of a show. So April 1st. Mm-hmm. Do not be fooled. No. This is a big show. Huge. In the first half, for those of you not familiar with the ongoing story of IFL this season, the dastardly business owner, Matthew Thomas, who is also moonlighting as an IFL commentator. Oh, yeah. uh, He has hired the mercenary squad of the Santa Ana Winds. And has it in this contract, if the Santa Ana wins, win this season, win the championship, that they have the right to tear down the community center where teens go to dance after school. How dare he? And stay off of drugs and stay off the streets. Mm. All, in the, all in the name of building an additional highway. But who, is there anyone standing in their way? One team. One team only. The Costa Masons. Now... Aren't you, I think it'd be fair to say, wait, Costa Masons, they're, they're contractors, they're builders. Wouldn't they revel at a chance to tear down a building and put up freeway? They would. But Matthew Thomas is going with non-union scab workers. Oh, my God, the worst. To save money. Oh, boo. Yeah, absolutely terrible. Costa Masons will not stand for this, and they have decided that even if they win, they will not and the Santa Ana Winds, they, they will refuse to tear down a community center. They might just build up even stronger. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you, hear, you heard it here, folks. This is the epic match we are calling the Highway to Highway Show. So uh, in these teams, the Costa Mesas, of course, James Stebeck, Julie Hawking, uh, Cameron Miller, mm-hmm. uh, and, of course, Enrique Gomez. Mm-hmm. Very, very fun team. Very, very strong. And we're talking about James potentially as goalie of the year. Has hit every single joke he's accomplished this season. Uh, absolutely been a lot of fun to watch. The brick, if you will. Because mm-hmm. uh, you can't, because yeah. he's the goalie. You can't get past him. He's the brick wall. No, yeah, that's what that's his nickname, the brick. Last year he was show pony. This year, the brick. But but the Santa Ana wins. What a devastating team this is. Jeremy Law. Mm-hmm. Leah Duffy. Wins, or, now Courtney oh, Magleby. Now Courtney Magleby. Uh, um, you know, you're looking at, yeah, you said Leah Duffy, you're like, Jay Choi. Jen, yeah, Jen Choi. What a, what a terrifying team to be up against with Jesse Joseph as their coach. Mm-hmm. Alex Raymond, coach of the Costa Masons. This is going to be narrow, a tight race to the end. If you're saying, give me right now, what is going to be the point differential? How many? I think it comes... You think it comes out to a shootout, or you think it's... Now, you literally just thought, is this going to end in a tie? Mm. <sighs> Which brings... Now, a reminder for the ties, if you've never seen an IFL show, the captains come forward. Mm-hmm. Which, in this case, will be Julie Hawking versus now Courtney Magleby in a Ooh. shootout. Oh. Now, that is that is a tough road to hoe for either one of them. Oof. I think it's not... I don't... Because uh, a shootout is so specific, you have to get the exact same points. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be. I'll give it a two point margin. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna You'll give. Say two. I'll give. Uh, I hate saying it, but maybe Santa Ana wins negative two. All right. Yeah. So that that community center. Uh, I'm worried about it. You're worried about that community center. But the Costa Masons. You know, they've been. They had a really stellar outing last time, but you know they're good guys. But I think the Santa Ana wins are underhanded. I, look, I don't think it's gonna be a clean win. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to be an honorable match for the Santa Ana Wins, because why would it be? Right. Now, 
I'm going to take that bet. I'm going to take that bet. Give me the Costa Masons. You think that despite the underhanded trickery mm-hmm. of the Santa Wins, the Costa Masons, Masons will still stand tall? I believe so. I believe so. They will stand They will stand tall. They will, they will stand and deliver. They, <laughs> they will, will reach these kids. They will, they will really get, you know, they will make sure that there is going to be a community it, saver that's going to be saved. What's a movie, The Community Center, in it real quick that, like, uh, actually... There's, um, I can only think, didn't that movie Jack Frost, didn't they want to try to get him <laughs> to the community <laughs> That center? is the craziest pull. Isn't it? Did they try to get him to the... Is co- that Mel Gibson is, the, is, is, no, is Jack uh, Frost? No, it's... Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner oh, okay. is the snowman. When it, I saw the movie once in theaters, yeah, I think. we all did. <laughs> we all, I saw it. We were, we were big Kevin Costner kids. We were big. Huge. Field yeah. of Dreams. Huge. Uh, yeah, Did no. they even play a game in Field of Dreams? No, they played catch. That's so stupid. Yeah. No, the best part, uh, I just remember just like a sense memory of just drinking a Slurpee and watching um, Kevin Cosner as a snowman in the back of a truck. Like a, like a truck. Yeah. And I think the kid was driving and he's like 11. Yeah. So what, again, so community center. I would say, you know. Because we, we figured out there is a lot of movies with 80s ski bullies in it. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch. Yeah. Hmm. But with like an actual community center? I mean, there's the Power Rangers first season. That's not necessarily a movie, but they were in like the Angel Grove community center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where they did all their karate. And also there and was like juice. a restaurant. Yeah, they had like a juice bar in there. And also a balance beam. Yeah, right. <laughs> and fun fact, I think they only showed the balance beam for the intro of the show. I think they... That was never in it? I don't know. I so vividly... This feels like a Mandela effect thing. I so vividly see a balance beam in almost every episode like in the background and the, yeah. the thing where you have the two rings that you're like suspending yourself oh yeah yeah, yeah. i see that too no wild but uh yeah for sure Was i think Ken- that community center is is doomed because the santa Ana wins again i want to be clear i'm picking santa wins because of their treachery mm-hmm. their under, underhandedness mm-hmm. their their debauchery if you will mm-hmm. now let's take a look now because every ifl show as you know is a double header. So, yes. I mean, no bits aside, you know, screw the community center, screw all of this. We got two undefeated juggernauts coming up. That's right. We have the Brea Tar Pits going against the Orange Crush, two undefeated squads. The main event, we, this is the this is the Tyson Holyfield, yeah. the Bird uh, Magic. This this could be This could be uh, a preview of the finals, maybe? Because you have to remember, IFL, uh, in the playoffs, it's one versus four and mm-hmm. two versus three. Mm-hmm. Right? So that that is what it is. So if the loser of this, and they, if, if, the, if either team wins, and this is the only loss for the other team, then they're, then they're going to be one and two. Mm-hmm. So they won't see each other in playoffs. Mm-hmm. They'll only see each other again in the finals. Wow. Now, question for you. Um, you know, unfortunately, there's been some uh, scheduling stuff, so I haven't been able to first-handedly scout the Brea Tar Pits uh, match. I just wanted to know, is Austin Mooney's mom there every time? Not every time. Okay. But, so that is, to, that is the X factor of that team. They're going to have to call. They're going <laughs> to the big guns. have to put in the big guns yeah. to make sure Austin Mooney's mom's so here. So that team, Austin Mooney, Kristen Minicello, Steven Uribe. Zach uh, Payne. Zach Payne. And uh, Lauren. Uh, and Lauren, uh, Lauren Bronley. A really dynamic team, really good. Gets really that crowd in there. And uh, as you're well aware of the fact that they come out with a dinosaur, mm-hmm. uh, uh, truly one of the fan favorites. Of course, the other team that's the fan favorites, 
oh, is yeah. the one and only Orange Crush mm-hmm. coming out with their high intensity. So, man, boy, it's really like it's really tough to break down the essentials of this team because, like, okay. If you had to really, if you had to put in a word, Brea Tarpits, I probably would, you know, if I go this way, if I put in a word for Orange Crush, it'd be intensity. Mm-hmm. Brea Tarpits, maybe uh, creativeness. Like it, you know, they they have some trick plays in their bag, and they've done some things, and they're not afraid to they're not afraid to go out on a limb and take a big risk. They're they're I'll tell you this much: they're a feast or famine team, and frankly, they've been feasting. Mm-hmm. So I think that's maybe they're they, maybe they're not even a feast or famine team. Maybe they're just strictly a feasting team. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, and there is the, yeah, it's talent up and down the board here, and we're so excited to finally have the schedule play out to where there's yeah. the opportunity to have this two these two juggernauts now but the orange crush we have to talk about them yes we do i mean you take your, a look. your coach of the year so far austin yeah austin bennett austin bennett roxy theo katie shammer russell ford russell ford russell ford huge 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 uh get there um coming in at the captain spot like it just it is such a a testament to the team that Austin was able to cultivate. And I really think it's going to be tough sledding here for the, the Brea Tarpits, honestly. Yeah, and, Van- and Vanessa Kozian on as well. It's it's a really good team up and down. They've been really, really uh, – um, no, they don't they don't slow down. They're a, they're a juggernaut. Once they pick up – that is the one hope that Brea Tarpits could have. Mm-hmm. I think that the way, the way that you can maybe win is hope that Orange Crush starts off in slow because – once Orange Crush picks up speed, there's no stopping them. Yeah, you know, and you take a look. There's so many plot lines to go along with this, right? Like, lest we forget, two years ago, or I guess one year ago, two seasons ago, mm-hmm. Zach Payne was the coach of the Lake Forest Rangers, which Austin Bennett was on. We can so never forget that now... that coaching tree kind of it, it it filters out in a way, you know, where. You you get these narratives of like a of a player who turns coach having that kind of through line too. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like that is an interesting thing. Yeah. So I don't know if Austin Bennett is going to be a little bit intimidated or what, but I think, I don't know. You know, I think this might come down to who wins that kickoff. I think that could set the tone early. If the Orange Crush win the kickoff, mm-hmm. boy, that is that's going to be because again, like I said, it's it's not that orange. It's not that. It's not that Orange Crush have, have a lot of flaws in their play, but they for sure pick up steam and end super strong, and that has led them to wins. Mm-hmm. If you win the kickoff, and you're the Brea Tarpets, and have a great killer first scene, you could rattle the cages a little the Orange Crush, and you hope that they have maybe like a slow start to their first quarter as a slow start for them. Because you know by the end they're going to be where they need to be. Right. That is really what you're hoping. Or you can just try to match them blow for blow and try to like outshine them. Yep. Here, all right, here's my pick. I'm dropping it, and anyone who's listening, I will place a dollar bet on this. I will place a dollar bet. I am going to put my foot down. I am taking the Orange Crush minus three and a half. Oh, Over right. the Brea Tar Pits. Oh, right. Over the Brea Tar Pits. I can't three believe. Three and a half. Three and a half. You're giving three money and away. A half. You're giving money anyone away. Anyone who talks to me before the kickoff of the show that wants to take me up on this bet, three and a half. I'll put so my for, money where so the for, is. So if they bet you a dollar, uh huh, you and they win, you have to give them three and a half. So if they if no if, if they win by three if they win by three if they win by they have to win by four, four to points. cover. Yeah. So for example, if um, the Brea Tar Pits, if the um, I'm sorry, so if the Orange Crush win by two, 
You lose. I lose. If they win by one, I lose. If they win by three, mm. I lose. If they win by four, I win. That's crazy. I'm calling it now. I'm calling it now. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm calling it. Three and a half. Three and a half points. So, yes, anyone who's listening, Drew, if you want to take me up uh, on that, I'd be happy to. Message me on Discord. You know what? We need – I'll say – can this be okay? Can our fans be the Okinos if you're a fan of the show? Oh, huh. You know, like you know, like uh, fans of like uh, yeah, like Swifties like, or yeah, yeah, Swifties or yeah, the Beehive. The Beehive, yeah, Okinos. We're, oh, yeah, if you're a fan of the show, you're an Okino. Yep. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yes. You're or the Okino. flip phones. Should you be flip phones? Or yeah. The Okinos? flip. Yeah. Okino. Uh, the the. Uh, okay. Well, put Okinos if we come Okie Nights. Okie Nights. Okie Nights. All right. Yes. So if you're listening to this from now on, you are an Okie Night. So, um, yeah, so now that's kind of – that's the rundown right now. That's the rundown mid-season. A lot of game left, more than you think. Yeah. So um, we're taking a look at this right now. And, I mean, if you had to give uh, – to, if you had to put a bow on the, um, the present that you will be giving as far as the second half goes, what would you say is a takeaway that you – either want to see or something that you want to understand that you that you really want to uh drive home or some advice for some of these bubble teams that might not be playing in the playoffs it's so tough because like you know there's so little thing so little you can do in the actual season itself but like i would say that you know you kind of just have to keep plugging away as if you're one of these teams it's like it's like in the middle of the pack. You kind of just keep plugging away, and you just have to keep supporting the team that you want to support. You gotta, you gotta find a way to support those individuals, and you have to sometimes think about like, again, if you're uh, 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 the best thing you can do if you have a forward is support that entire team because again, you take the every five points in the first two scenes of their team is worth a point to them. Mm-hmm. So making sure that you're supporting that team as a whole, not just that individual. Yeah. Make sure the goalie get the laughs and opportunities that you have. Like you just gotta, you just gotta keep an eye out for stuff and like. You know, and just be hitting the, you know, be hitting, be up to date on like injury report and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I think that's what you got to do. You just got to make sure you're supporting the whole team, not just the individual. Totally, you know. And I I would say from from my perspective, I know it's going to sound like a kind of maybe cheesy advice or whatever, but you got to promote your shows. There's yes. so many points that are on the table yep. that are left on the table. Promote it. Promote them you shows. Have, you should message players who didn't promote that. Can you promote the show? Can you promote? I honestly, if you have I that coach, hit, you should be like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start messaging. Yeah, you better believe I'm gonna text Austin. I'm gonna be like, everyone better fucking. Yeah, me. as someone who owns, as someone who owns shares in Austin. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, definitely. But um, without further ado, Joey, I think we're gonna wrap this bad boy up. Did you um, any uh, closing sentiments, closing remarks? Uh, nothing. I think we've got a great season so far. Check out IFL IFL Network on uh, on Instagram. IFL Comedy on Instagram, IFL Network on Facebook, all good stuff. All right, and with uh, with further ado, I think we're going to... Um... I did fart during this. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs>